Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Good morning everyone. Hello. If you're watching online, if you're here with us, great to have you. It's going to be a fantastic morning. Let's pray together. God, we're so thankful for your presence. I pray that it would be with us here in this moment, that it would speak to us. Father, it wouldn't be my words that if nothing I wrote down is what you want to say today, that you would say what you want to say this morning. Let have people hear what you want them to hear this morning. Father, we're thankful for you and your presence. Praying for this weekend as we go into it. Let new families come. Let new people come. Father, let people feel engaged and feel seen and feel heard this, this weekend. Father, we love you so much. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay. I like it. Everyone up here has some good energy. This is good. This is good. Okay, Ecclesiastes 4, verse 9. I'm going to just I'm gonna just interject this here. If you're listening, this is for you as well. If you're watching, it's for you. Every time I'm up here and I say the scripture we're going to, without fail, Adrian Lee is like, yeah, we're going there. And it makes me feel good. This morning, I was like, he's for sure going to say, here we go. And I... You do it every time, and I like it. All right, verse 9. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Verse 12. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple-braided cord is not easily broken. So that's the scripture we're going to look at today. I have been really into lately this show called Alone. I don't know if anyone has watched. Okay, we got some fans in the room. I like it. Okay, if you're not into survival things or watching people survive or camping or any of those, if you don't like any of that stuff, it will not interest you one bit. And that's fine. If you like any of those things, you might like it. Uh, But I've been thinking about this and what it, the process does to people. That's why this scripture is, is what I want to talk about. And the, the whole idea we're going to talk about today is being, you've heard it said a million times in this building probably, is that we're better together. Okay, so the, one of the great things I love that they talk about the whole time they're on alone is their, their calorie intake and their calorie expense. They're like, how many calories a day do I need to take in to just survive? And then, like, the goal for them is to survive 100 days by themselves in whatever wilderness they put them in, basically right before winter happens. It's, like, mind-boggling, and you're like, this is so cool when I'm watching it. I'm like, I could do this. No, I could not. I, am, I know for a fact that I could not do it, okay? Not skill-wise, but we'll get into why I couldn't later. So they go, they're always talking about their, what, what, what they're expending to build a shelter, to do this and to do that. And I was thinking about us in our context of, like, what are, what are we taking in? And not just to, like, lead, but, like, just to, just to be day to day. Are we taking in enough to do that spiritually, 
I mean, obviously there's some basics, like you need to eat and sleep and do, and do I'm talking to myself here, you need to eat and work through lunch all the time. And I get home, I'm like, what's wrong with me? I'm like, oh yeah, you haven't eaten today, so you should probably do that. Um, and then what are we spending our time on to the expense? And not just like your task time, but people time. Are you, and I'm guilty of this, I'm just going to tell it myself. I don't share a post as much as I should online, Facebook posts, these things. But are, are, are all of us, when I do share them, am I sharing it specifically to a person or just hitting the share to check the box? Or inviting someone to actually invite them? Or am I like, well, I share it every week and just nothing happens? Like, well, have, have, I, have I myself prayed and thought and thought, mm, this is the family I want to come with me and send it directly to them or call or text or whatever it is? Like, am I doing it on purpose or am I doing it just to check the box? And you can tell, it's funny, the people on this show that are there, you can tell sometimes when someone builds a shelter just so that they can say they built the shelter. But I'm like, dude, you didn't build that on purpose. Like, the first storm that blows in, you are toast. Like, you built the shelter just so you can say, I built the shelter and I'm here. But then there's a guy 10 miles over building a full log cabin, and he puts a door on it with hinges. I'm like, that guy is building to stay. <laughs> he wants to win this thing. Um, so you, you have that. Like, what are, what are we intaking? What are we expending? What's it costing us to do those things? Because you're going to have to keep intaking to put out the energy. That's the whole basis of this thing is these people have to keep taking in food, have to keep taking in calories to put out what they need to because they have to work to survive. They're like, okay, I have to build a shelter. I have to hunt. I have to set traps. I have to fish. They have to walk to get water and walk back and start a fire and boil it. Like, it's a full day's work just to, like, have something to drink and a snack. It's, like, all day long. So are they taking enough in to actually do what they need to do, or are they taking enough in to just, like, sleep all day? There's a, there's a balance. Some people do it really well. And so I said this a minute ago, and I think this is great, because a lot of those things, having people around you makes those things easier. There's people around you that are, like, going to share in the task or share in the thing. It makes it a lot easier to do it. And if you have people around you, you can bounce the things off of them that you're taking in, whether it be in your scriptures or in podcasts or in sermons or what you're actually taking in. You're like, man, I just feel tired all the time, but I'm eating all the time. Maybe you should eat something different. Word up. I need to eat something different. Okay, so there's some basics there that... that Generally, to take care of yourself, food, shelter, water, you shouldn't need someone to remind you all the time to do those things. Okay? Just do them. It's good. Sleep in a house, sleep, and eat. And these are the things that these people start out doing really, really well. They're like, this is awesome. Found some berries, caught a fish, got a tarp over a tree, we're set. And then the first night happens and a bear walks through and they're like, then they don't sleep. So now the, the, the thing starts degrading them. The process does. Because a few things, like once, if those, if all three of those things are good the whole time, the person's pretty good. But it's when the mind and the spirit get taken over that this thing, it's, it's really interesting to watch. And it's, it's like, that's why, I think this is why I'm so like, 
just stuck on this show because it's really interesting for me to watch the unravel that happens. So people get in there, and then the, it's... What did I write? No, I, I wrote the word idiot, but that's autocorrect. I did not mean to put that there. <laughs> I don't know what I tried to I don't know what I tried to write. Sorry if you're just listening to this. Just laugh in your car. It's fine. Okay, so these things are not, I think I know what I was trying to say here. These things are not basic. But they're also not like out in the front. They're kind of sneaky. Because you can feel great. You're like, man, I'm eating good in, in regards to the show. I'm eating good. I've got a shelter. I'm doing these things, doing these things. It's awesome. And then the, usually it's like day 10, the first person starts to get homesick. Like, oh, man, I'm doing this for my kids. My kids. And they just stare out over this vast lake that they're looking at. And I'm like, oh, you've got to reel that back in, dude. Don't get, you're to day 10. You can't start thinking like that. Because there's no one, and these, the places they go, they're like, they're, like, more silent than silent. Like, there's no flyovers. There's no boats. There's nothing except, like, the flapping of a bird's wings and, like, a wave. Which you think, like, that sounds peaceful. Yeah, it's peaceful for, like, two days. And after that, it's, like, deafening. You're like, I need something else to be here is what happens to their minds. And I think that's the funny part about this, the sneakiness of it is you're like, okay, we're good. And then just a little bit happens. And we do this to ourselves as leaders. You're like, it's fine. Team's functioning. We're doing this. Every, all the boxes are checked. It's awesome. And then one person gets a little bit sideways. And you're like, that's all right. You might not even notice it. Then another person. And then you start to get a little sideways. But it's so gradual that by the time you realize it, 90% of the time for these people, it's way too late. Because once the sneakiness starts in and your spirit and your mind go, the rest of the things that they're focused on are out the window. Because they get so trapped in their mind, they forget, oh, yeah, I need to, like, make sure I have food for the next three days. Oh, yeah, I need to, like, remember to boil my water. I need to, like, they start to make little tiny mistakes because they're trapped in their minds. Um... And it's funny, the, the little wins out there are huge. Like, they find this, like, little bushel of blueberries, and it's, like, the, the best thing that's ever happened to them. They're so thankful. They're so ready. But then, they're like, they're catching a fish, and it comes off the hook, and it unravels them. The little mistake is even more detrimental than a, like, they could, I've seen people, like, almost cut a finger off, and they recover. They're like, it's okay. But the little, like, almost win and total failure, devastating. Uh, because they're not in their minds and their spirit. They're totally depleted and weakened. And I think there's a spiritual aspect to these people out there. Like, most of them are not praying or doing any of these things to, like, sustain themselves. But there's also no one to lean on. They're totally by themselves. And the people that are mentally the strongest usually is who gets all the way to the end. Now, they're usually very proficient in their skill as well. But you can tell, like, they are not the person that's crying themselves to sleep. They're not the per like, they're not any of the people that are weakened by these things. And I was thinking, like, wow, it's so interesting to see the tiniest mistake destroy somebody. 
And I think we as leaders sometimes, this happens to us. We'll ignore what's happening internally, what's happening around us. We'll ignore all these things until someone's like, responds spicy to a text. And then like, we're undone. We're like, dude, I can't leave this team. I don't want to be here anymore. No one likes me. I'm just out. I can't do this thing anymore. But it's not, it's, the fish came off the hook. Just throw it back out there and catch him. Like, it's not that big a deal. Like, the people will end their day right there, mid-afternoon, give up, throw it on the beach, go back and take a nap because they're so sad. I'm like, so I'm, I'm thinking about all these things, and I'm like, wow. Like, we say we're better together. Obviously, the Bible tells you that, like, verbatim, two people's better than one. Three is even better. You're better at being attacked if you fall down. Someone picks you up. But even for us, like I'm thinking about the drive-in series and inviting people and bringing families with us. Like the families that we know need other families around them. Like straight up in Scripture, it's proven. But then you watch these other things in our world, and it's like, wow, the, the aloneness and the isolation for a little bit, for these people, like the first 14 days, they're totally fine. They're like, dude, I got this. Have a few good wins. We're great. Day 21 rolls around. They're like, I don't know if I can make it. I'm like, dude, you've actually got like 80 more days that you need to last if you want to actually win this. Like for them, it's a winning, but I'm like, it's also surviving. Like you, you people can get injured out there. So we are better together. And I think that is the the key with this is like, what are we taking in? What are we expending? But also, who around you is helping point you in those directions? Because all this, like these people actually become like friends with their camera. They're like having, like, what do you think? You think it's a good idea? I do too. And they like go do their, like, like they have to make up something to have a conversation. We don't have to make up anything. There's people everywhere. Just ask somebody. Hey, I've been thinking this. What does it sound like? And that person can tell you, that's great. Or, wow, that is crazy. Let's start over one more time. Like, we all need those people. I need those people. I've said to more than one person, this is kind of what I'm feeling. And they've said, that is not a good thing to think or feel. We're going to go backwards. And I'm like, thank you. Like, we need that. We are better together. So I say all this to say, I think, my brain is kind of scattered with this, but like, invite some people to come with you on purpose. They need it, and guess what? You need it. Bring them with you, because the more people you have around you, as that scripture says, like, two's good, three's better. I bet if it could go on, it's like, four's better, five is great, but like, and then you get to a connect group around you, and that's the dream and the goal. It's like you have a full group of people that you lean on, that they lean on, and then this community helps grow itself and grow people deeper in their word, grow people deeper in their prayer life, grow people deeper in people that they can count on, because we're meant to do it together. Um, so I'm excited about it. I'm excited to, I was praying this morning, thinking about who can I actually invite on purpose. And I want to challenge everyone, think today, who can you invite on purpose? Who can you bring with you to be better together this weekend? 
And I've got a couple of families I'm going to reach out to today to bring with us on Sunday to invite them. And let's do that together. Because, like, I'm going to invite. But if all of us invite and actually invite on purpose, it's beautiful. And it's powerful. And that, that growth is there. So we're better together, everyone. Lord, we're thankful for you. We're thankful for your presence. God, I pray that you would show us who needs to be here with us this weekend. You would show us how we would invite those people. Show us the names and the faces, Father, of the people that you want to be in this room with us this weekend. We're thankful for your presence. I pray that you would just bless us as we go the rest of our work day and into our weekend, Father, and that your spirit would be here. We would have a ton of fun in church this weekend because it's meant to be fun and enjoyed. And let's have a great time. We're thankful for you and your presence. Your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.